Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. Man, I work for at one of the biggest companies in New York City. He ran it for more than 50 years. 15 years, eight months and nine days. I was with him every day. I worked for him. I protected him. I looked after him. I learned from him. Bumpy was rich, but he wasn't white man rich. See, he wasn't wealthy. He didn't own his own company. He thought he did, but he didn't. He just managed it. White man owned it, so they owned him. Nobody owns me, though. Hey. How you doing, baby? Welcome to Real Black Content's Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to read a couple of links. And we're going to talk about business. And we're going to talk about ownership in its truest form. And uh, we're going to talk about the partnerships that it looks like the enemy of our people love to give us, right? And we're going to talk about what that partnership looks like. And then ultimately, we're going to talk about the five fingers of business because we had a conversation the other day and we were just discussing about the six billionaires that America have given us. And out those six billionaires, you know, we're talking about, let's see, we got Oprah, we got LeBron James, they gave us Diddy recently, right? We got Jay-Z, we got Rihanna, and I feel like Michael Jordan. I think I was missing out on Michael Jordan. Between these six billionaires, nobody owns a factory, right? So the commonplace thing to do in business is just get with one of our stars, men and women from the village that's very talented. They can see in the future. They can, they're really creative. They can create all kinds of products and just kind of partner up with these guys and allow them to be the voice, right? And give them a fancy title. Let them call themselves boss. Let them call themselves owner. But you really plan them. It's a way to rob them. Because once you do a quote unquote partnership. You really don't own a company. If you do not know or have your hands in the production. Manufacturing. Distribution. Retail. All you are is what we call the voice. That means like you're the marketing and promotion guy. Right. During the conversation though beloved that we had. We was like, yo, there's no way that Puff owns a rock. And then we went even as far to say they won't even let Diddy in the Ciroc building. They don't know who the guy is. He got to catch an employee in the parking lot with a badge to badge him in because they don't know who the guy is in real life. It's just somebody that the outfit used as a face because it's like an age old scheme. Right. And they kind of came up with this scheme in 1880 where they used the black face to sell products to black people right to get these black dollars but behind the scenes these black dollars is going in the pockets of so-called white workers paying their salaries paying their insurance paying their 401k so the way i kind of look at it is like diddy and jay-z partnership deals is kind of like they are like the new uncle ben they are like the new Aunt Jemima. you see the face of uncle ben He's on the face of the product. But behind, when you look at the factory, everybody that's working in the factory is so-called white folks. We're not working in the Uncle Ben factory. We're not working in Angemama factory. They're just the face of a product. It's not really that, you know, it's just an image. It's a billboard. It's a mascot. It's just the face. 
What the face does is allow us to go through the supermarkets in the wilderness of North America and see somebody that look like us. We grab the product. We purchase it thinking we're helping our own. But behind the scenes, it's not our own. It's somebody else that's working at the factory to make it, right? We had that discussion. And ironically enough, some things I say, it could, beloved, rub our brothers and sisters in New York the wrong way. But believe it or not, after the conversation, a link was sent to me from a brother from New York. So I took a look at the link. It was from All Hip Hop. And when I took a look at the headlines, beloved, I just missed the story totally. But it says that Jay-Z sues say partner Bacardi over transparency concerns. Wow. That's nuts. We just talked about this subject matter. You own say. How you suing? It's your, how you suing? If it's yours. How are you suing? It's yours, right? It's never going to be yours. You're the front person. You know, beloved, when you go to the liquor store or the package store or the state store, whatever you call it, right? When you see the liquor brands on a shelf or on these shelves, you are looking at a family. A family is behind that product. It's just not like, no, families own this kind of shit. Bacardi, which actually makes Doucet, is a family. It's the Bacardi family. And they've been in the liquor business, or in the South, they say, the spirits business, since the late 1800s. These folks are Cuban. They're Cuban people. They're a Cuban family. They've been in the liquor and or spirits business for seven generations deep. Do you think <laughs> they're going to have all this hard work, blood, sweat, and tears to make a product, create a product, distribute a product, just to one day come in contact with a rapper from Brooklyn? And they're going to bust up 50% of a company. There's no way they're going to do that. So it's like what they kind of do is this, right? They have like... um. Let me see if I can explain like in hip hop terms. Let's say Bacardi is like Def Jam. And then if you want to start your own label, they'll make it like a boutique label and that's Doucet. But all the distribution is still coming from Def Jam. And then the boutique label will be like Rockefeller. And Rockefeller is kind of like Doucet. And then off that sub label, you go on 50-50, right, with the company. The problem is... You're really not going 50-50. You don't know what the company has. You don't know what they're selling. You don't, you don't know what they dis you don't know what they're distributing. How did you know? You're not in that business, beloved. You don't know how that shit works. You know, Bacardi got outfits in Cuba, Mexico, Puerto Rico, France, Spain, the Bahamas, etc. etc. You just don't how would you know what they're selling when they sell a case? How would you know you're not in that business? So what tends to happen is that our people, beloved, is made a fool out of, man, because they're made a fool out of because we as a village is not surrounding our people like we supposed to. 
when we see jay-z get beat on these deals because i can beloved it he's getting beat on a lot of deals he's like the the most famous 36 month owner we really see he never owns businesses for it's all this shit like it's 36 months he get in the business he hold it and then he's selling it if you just making money hand over fist you don't sell businesses like that but his face is used to support when you look behind the scenes it's so-called white workers behind the scenes go look at the photo of title he's in the front and you look at the employees in the back and you say oh, okay i see how this is going on and then he has it now and then next thing you know he's selling it but they try to make oh he sold it for this hundreds of million that hundred no man he's not making no profit off this shit they're beating our brother because we're not protecting him this is why we talk about this guy maybe like our last six or seven conversations beloved don't y'all know jay-z been in the title he's the biggest pawn that they got but even though he's the biggest pawn they're playing him because he's in the game of pimping and horn, man. That's the best way we can describe it in the Midwest. Like, man, he's in the pimping and horn game. And even though you're the bottom bitch and got your pimp can send you out to do something with a trick. And just because your pimp sends you with a trick and he teaches you how to steal the wallet when the trick goes to sleep. And, you know, steal the watch, steal the jewelry and bring it back. He's still not going to break, break. It's not that whole system is built on manipulation of you. The last thing that they want a hoe and the pimping, and you talking about pimping and hoeing, the last thing that they want, beloved, is a hoe to go out and work for herself. If she take her talents to back page, if she takes her talents to the OnlyFans page and shit like that, she's killing the pimping now. He needs you underneath his wing to use you to go out there. You're the face of the game, but he's manipulating you, but you're doing all the work. When we see Jay get beat, we can only blame ourselves as a village. That look bad on us. Ducey's beating this guy. That's why he's asking for the books. Damn, dog, but you got down with these folks in 2011. You asking for the books now? They've been beating you for 10 years. That's what that means. That's cold for, man, these motherfuckers been playing me for 10 years. I'm the face. I'm taking this goddamn liquor all up to the Grammys. I'm shouting it out in my lyrics. I'm having Rock Nation artists shout it out. And I'm selling cases everywhere I know, which I think I, I am. But I don't really know because I don't know how to see the books and shit like that. They're playing me. They've been beating the guy for 10 years, man. Because we're not, we're not surrounding our people. We're not surrounding our talent. If we work for Jay, you think we're going to beat him? If he got a team in the factory, black and brown folks, you think we're going to beat him? We're not going to beat our own. You think they're going to beat him? Yeah, he don't know nothing about no liquor business. He don't know how this shit works. Let's read something from All Hip Hop. Let's read something. And uh, once we read it, let's have a conversation. How about that? It says, Jay-Z and Bacardi have become co-owners of Ducey since 2011. Hove and Beyonce launched their new premium cognac during a party at Live nightclub in december of that year while there have been no rumors of any internal rift the lawsuit suggests something is amiss the outlet report states jay-z is requesting access to information about duce production and sales the company wants all books and records for the business and check this out y'all the location of all warehouses storing duce barrels bottles and accessories the docs also request all files pertaining to Cardi's physical inventory process. Let's stop. 
10 years in the game, 10 years in the partnership, <laughs> 10 years in the ownership. The brother say he owned a motherfucker, right? He owned 50% of it. And he don't know where the location in the warehouses is at. He don't know where the barrel's at. He don't know how many bottles is made. He have no idea of all the accessories that go with it. He don't have a clue. They beating him. They've been beating him for 10 years. This is what happens, beloved, when you're not around your own people. It ain't nothing fast about business. You got to go brick by brick. You could have took your time, started at the bottom, and built your way up. Our people, man, we get around these folks. And when I see people like Jay, he watching Russell, he watching a lot of guys. And beloved, don't you know that a lot of our entertainers, they was in a famous life. They had a lot of things around them materialistically, but they died broke, man. They looked at rich the whole time. They died broke. Now, the question we have to ask our brother is, beloved, in the territory that we call the United States, man, there are 14 black owned. Did you hear me? Black owned breweries. You couldn't partner up with one of your brothers. You couldn't partner up with one of your sisters. There's so many black folks that own wine property in California. You couldn't partner up with your own. You couldn't rock out with your own beloved. What is this thing? This such an infatuation with. But that's where they got Jay at. That's why we talk about the guy so much. He's making us think success is following his footsteps. And his whole business model is taking the talent. The beautiful talent from amongst our village and signing them away to the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, Nike, Reebok. He's sitting over there as one of the directors at Puma. Where's the independent businesses at? Behind all those industries I just named, it's the small hats and devils in the back making the real money. We're not making the real money. How much money do we have to make before we say, man, I'm finna go out on my own? Don't nobody black, rich, and famous go out on their own? You know, Junior went out on his own. Junior went out on his own, but they don't promote Junior. Mr. Junior. <laughs> they never talk about Junior because Junior ain't like, nah, he employed too many black folks. He just, he got just as much, uh, as much money as the Oprah's and everybody else do, but they don't talk about Junior. It's a brother named Ulysses Bridgman. He used to play ball back in the day. Man, Junior got about 10,000 black employees, man. There's no way they're going to tell you about this guy. Like, no, put him in the back. <laughs> Junior got our people on the forklift. You know what I'm saying? Driving trucks. Operating that pallet jack because he, he took his bread he bought a factory and he started doing the uh he got the i think they the licensing deal to do the coke right the coke bottling company so when you like so for instance when you come through and you see somebody owns these buildings so ulysses he owned his own building but they called him junior they don't never talk about this guy because that's not where they want our people to go they want our people to go the jay-z route the diddy route 
the LeBron James route where you use your resources to empower them. They don't talk about Junior at all. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. You go look him up. He's been doing this shit forever. Man, he an old head now. You know what I'm saying? But again, if you employing 10,000 black folks, man, they not going to goddamn put your name out there like that. He got just as much money as any of these other folks. But just because you employ your own people, they don't they don't promote that kind of shit. This is why we talk about the Jays and Diddy so much, beloved. That's what we call Saul. That shit is on his way out. David is on his way in. The biggest fear that these devils have is that the most talented amongst us and the most famous amongst us would stand next to a black owned company. That's black power. If you take, um, because Jay's name is already big, right? They have so many breweries and distilleries and all across middle America for sale. You can get an old brewery for a quarter of a million dollars all the way up to 500K if you're just talking about middle America. I'm talking about if you put it in like Colorado somewhere, Illinois, Missouri or somewhere in the south somewhere. For a quarter of a million dollars, you can make your own factory. You don't think that you can make your own factory, put a team together, put your own bottles, put your own liquor in it, and make your... bro. you'll be... But they don't have us around them. They keep... This is a system where they keep those folks in the ears of our talent. So much so that... Check it out. When you go into sports... It's one guy that they hate. They vilify this guy. His name is Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown ain't played basketball and I don't know how long, but if you look at TNT and ESPN, they just find a way to bring dude name up to just run him down. He was in the league for like 12 or 13 seasons, but they find a way to run him down. And when Kwame came into the league, he went like top 10. So you got a lot of brothers like LeBron James is the top 10. Camelo Anthony is the top 10. Allen Iverson is the top 10. Along with Kwame, he's the top 10. Kobe was the top 10. You got some of these guys that's the top 10, right? I think Kobe was the top 10, but I'm not sure. In any event, how the process works is that when you go into the league top 10, they have the top agent, right? And then they partner up the top agent with the top financial advisor because you're going to be getting the quote unquote big checks. All right. Kwame, out of the voice of his grandfather and his pops them, when he was getting his money, all he did was purchase real estate. They wanted him to put his money in the stock market and buy shares of this and shares of that. He's like, no, my grandfather just taught me just to buy property. So he just bought property and shit like that. And he became partners with putting up apartment builders and all kind of shit. Right now. With that kind of mentality, if you coming in top 10 and you get together with three, four other players and y'all just start investing, building up apartment buildings all over the place because somebody always got somewhere to live. Let's just say you took the money, you start building apartment buildings for folks to live in or you build like storages because people have so much shit these days, especially in America. They accumulate so much materialism that they can't even keep this shit in their houses. In America, very rarely, you, you can even put the car in a garage these days because the car, the garage is full of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my pops got a... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to put him out there like that, but... My pops got a three-car garage. 
he has no room. <laughs> he has no room for the cars because he has so much shit in his garage. He can't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's typical of all Americans, though. So what's booming is self-storage. You can build self-storages and just make, but see, they don't, they're not coaching our people to go into real estate. Because it's almost like a, it's a sure thing. Somebody always got to live somewhere. I ain't talking about flipping houses. I'm talking about purchasing apartment buildings and make money. But the advisors is not advising our people to go into real estate. They advise you to go into these tricky businesses with money. And what typically happens is that on the record, 85% of black professional players, when they leave the NFL, when they leave the NBA, in three years, they go broke. How the fuck y'all going broke and them people that is advising you? Because it's a system. They're advising you to, they get you in, you're going to pay the highest tax rate, and then when they push you out, you're going to be broke. And then they tell you, oh man, you know, these brothers is mismanaging your funds, mismanaging your funds. And then they try to play two different games mentally with you. They try to play the white millionaire and the black millionaire game with you. And they always try to make it look like the so-called white millionaire He's always fiscally conservative. He doesn't uh, spend much on. He buy inexpensive cars. He don't buy jewelry. He don't do. No, no, no. That's bullshit. You can teach these young people that. I'm a man of a certain age. In my generation, before MTV Cribs and before all that, beloved, we had a show called The Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous. Now, ask your uncles and your pops and somebody, a man of a certain age, he can tell you about that show. And all that show consisted of is devils that was millionaires buying yacht after yacht after yacht, mansion after mansion after mansion, uh, luxury car after luxury car after luxury car, but they never went broke. When JoJo do it, all of a sudden he's spending too much, he goes broke. No, the guy on Lifestyle Rich and Famous, everybody that keeps spinning, 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 they always own real estate. The NBA player that goes broke, He's spinning, 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 but he got money tied up in Wall Street and into shit he don't really know nothing about. That's the two difference between the two. But this is what happened to the talented of our village when we're not around them. They're beating our brother Jay. Every time you see him with something 36 months later, he don't got it. He tried to run. Uh, he did a deal to go behind, allegedly go behind his business partner's back. And they gave him Rockefeller back. Three years later, he didn't have it. He ended up having Rockefeller. Three years later, he didn't have it. He got title. Three or four years later, he don't have it no more. He had Ace of Spades, 100%, supposedly. A few years later, he got to sell 50%. A few years later from now, he ain't gonna have that shit neither, y'all. He had a, a cologne and perfume line. It's a break. Didn't go nowhere. He had the 4040 Club. Got three of them going. One of them ain't working no more. I say in the next two or three years, the other two will be out of business. It's a brick. Who had, who's advising him? We're not advising him to get no bullshit like that. Who's advising him? We're not advising him. That system is like three car Monty. The small has let you win a few times and then you're going to come back behind and then you're going to lose. That's how we're set up. Now you got a live nation deal torn for 10 years. Now, let me ask you something, a very serious question. If Live Nation wants you torn for the next 10 years, and they gave you an advance for $200 million. The people that's owned that company, Live Nation, you, you and the other businesses practices as Jay-Z, 
how successful do you do they you think that they want you to be in your other endeavors because if you're making real money over there you're not gonna get on no fucking stage but if you're having stuff two or three years and you got it you got to sell it two or three years you got it you got to sell it yeah they keeping it like that because they're gonna keep your ass on stage you always end up back to the stage no matter how big shot boss you play you always end up back on the stage and if you ask the most common amongst us Hey man, you got a hundred million dollars. You gonna go perform? They like hell no. <laughs> Who's getting on stage with a hundred million dollars? But they're telling us y'all got billions. There's no way. But beloved, this is what happened when we're not around our own people. We beloved, as a village, we need to be emailing Puff all the time. Hey, man, I don't know if you guys know over there, Puff. I'm just trying to get this email out to you. It's a factory over here for sale, brother. They only want 150000 It just went out of business. They want 200000 We can start up a small independent uh, joint together. Just finance a few. You start pitching your business deals to them. Hey, man, if you're able to put up an annual payroll for a million and a half, I may can get you. 13 to 14 employees, but we're going to work hard for you. We'll be able to get your return investment back. We just want to see you win. You our brother. AJ, listen, man, we see you. What's going on with Duce? And, um, hey, man, we live in Michigan. We live in Illinois. Uh, we're from Maryland. Hey, look, there's a factory over here that doesn't have. Hey, man, I'm willing to get, you know, 10 to 15 brothers from the hood. Hey, man, we're willing to go in there to make it work for you. You our brother. We're not going to beat you out the deal. You're going to know every goddamn bottle, every case, everything. Let's go independent, but look, we got to reach out to our own stars. We got to reach out to our own stars. Man, you know what it's like, man, for your grandfather and them to see Sammy Davis balling all his life. Big chains, big rings, big rocks. He's part of the Rat Pack. They died with money. He didn't. Who was advising Sammy? You think we was advising him? <laughs> we wasn't advising him. It's so many of our black entertainers down the line that had the fanciest cars, the nice homes, everything. They died broke. Their advisor is leading them off a cliff. And then if they can't get you with the advisor, they come behind you and get you with the tax man. It's funny how everybody that walk away from them all of a sudden have tax problems. It's funny how when you do have a business deal, and the majority of your business deal, you own 80% of it. You get the lion's share. Goddamn, a few years later, you always got tax problems. Dame Dash, tax problems all of a sudden. Master P, tax problems all of a sudden. Cash Money Millionaires, Brian Williams, tax dollars. He having tax problems all of a sudden. Lil Wayne, tax problems all of a sudden. Damn, everybody. Got Who's goddamn, who that tax man? There is. Steve Harvey, $20 million in the hole, tax problems. Huh? Kevin Garnett, they stole millions from him, huh? Who stole who stole millions from Kevin Durant? The same devil that stole millions from Tim Duncan, huh? Why we keep letting these all our brothers and sisters coming out of Morehouse, Alabama State, FAMU, Tennessee State? We ain't got nobody that can just handle the money for our. We not gonna beat our own people. But they in that system. But it's all. Yeah, it, it's all. It, it's, it's on its way out, beloved. We ain't tripping. This shit that we see is for our learning. 
This is why we talk about it. Because the next stars is coming from our village. Detroit, Louisville, Chicago, Houston, Birmingham. They coming from my neighborhood or your neighborhood. Detroit hip-hop community failed T. Grizzly. How do you go and get a deal, beloved, and you get a 360 deal with a small hat? How? He gonna get every piece of your ass, beloved. When you sell a record, he gonna get some money. When you get on stage, he gonna get some money. When you sell merch, he gonna get some money. Detroit hip-hop community failed you. 360 deal. Every time you do something to get money, the small hat keep your ass out in front. He get a piece in the back. And we're not telling our youth nothing about how nothing about these contracts, all these hip hop summits. Why are not the elders, the Jay-Z's, the Diddy's, the Dr. Dre's schooling the youth about what's a good deal and what's not a good deal? Because they in bed with the people that's making the deals, the deal makers. But it's a new day, beloved. Saul is on his way out. Do you got faith, brothers and sisters? All right. If you got the faith like you're supposed to have, Saul is on his way out. David is on his way in. We're going to control all this shit. We're going to make sure our kids control all this shit in the future. Production. Distribution. All of it. Manufacturing retail and they're gonna do their own marketing promotion man we ain't letting these folk in nah man we cool because they cannot stop the app game they can take kanye off all platforms but they can't take it from stem he owns stem you're gonna take him off his own shit <laughs> the stem player he belongs to yay yay been putting his music on the stem player anyway somebody got his snoop dog here Snoop Dogg owned Death Row Records. He's, he got all the rights to the music. Where you going to put the music at? You going to do a deal with somebody? Snoop said, no, nah, I'm going to put an app and put it on the app. Uh-oh. Put on the app. If Snoop start having problems, we know what's... You start going independent, things are getting shaky. They don't want you independent. They want to put you on the team and sell you a dream. Man, one day we're going to have a conversation about Gillian Wallow. They're posting. They got a hundred million dollar deal. Who worked the deal? A small hat. You'll never see the money, bro. Ain't nobody going to bust your bubble. You'll never see the money. Go ask Prince, man. Talk to your ancestors in spirit. Prince got a hundred million dollar deal too. With a company more bigger, more solidified than the one that you working with. He ain't never see the money. You never see the money. Kanye got out that deal. You want to get out that deal? You say the word that start with a J. In the end with an S. Because he's with that that deal with Gap. He knew he wasn't going to see no money. That deal with Adidas. Oh, he lost out. He didn't lose out on shit. He knew he wasn't going to see no money. He already knew it. Right now, they're trying to move forward with his designs. Don't you think they was going to move forward with his designs anyway? They were going to get rid of him anyway. They already. Oh, we're going to move forward with the design we got. Yeah, y'all was going to be funny with the guy and get rid of him anyway. And just go ahead all y'all do is steal our shit and run with it. But if we got our own factory, hmm? talk to me, beloved. If we're doing our own production and manufacturing and our own distribution and we're doing it with our own retail, then with our own voice, how can you beat us? Because we out on our own. 
that's the formula of David that we're heading into. But if we don't go that way, no matter how big that we think that we are, they're going to use us, use us, use us, and they're going to beat us on the money tip like they do in the brothers that we have our conversations about. How about that? Time for a change, beloved. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, beloved. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. This is Real Black Continents Forum Podcast. This is your brother, VJ. Hey, man, y'all be safe, be strong, be black, man. I'm going to get there with you guys later. Peace. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. If you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? Tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all.